1: bombas big comfort for everyone go to Bombus.com slash acast and use code acast for 20 percent off your first purchase that's Bombus.com slash acast code acast this episode of the guitar nerds podcast is brought to you by frettish.com frettish is a brand new service that enables you to rent your musical equipment to other local musicians and make money from your instruments while you're not on the road If you have a collection of guitars, amps, pedals or other musical kit, why not list it in Fretish and start connecting with musicians just like you. Listings are free and you set the price and conditions of your rental as well as having full control to reject any rental requests. Check out Fretish.com and start making money from your guitar collection today. And welcome to the Guitar Nerds Podcast, the world's number one guitar podcast. I'm your host, Mark Packham, joined this evening by Jay cross Hello. And Joe Branton. Hello. It's not really the evening, is it? I was going to say exactly that. Not the evening, the afternoon. Because it's Easter. Thrown off by the crazy bank holiday.
0: I hope all uh, our listeners had a really nice bank holiday weekend. Um, You know, going out, seeing their family, maybe spending at the pub or going out for a nice lunch. We're here making this
1: bringing you the goods for you it's bank holiday Monday no Matt Knight though Matt Knight said I can't do anything on the holiday and I was like well when are we going to do the podcast then he was like up to you (laughs) (laughs) great thanks mate cheers cheers
0: man well there you go dear listener I hope you know now that the three of us are the dedicated ones Uh, well I mean you know Joe except Joe who's just sort of here because
1: Who's barely ever here? Yeah, yeah. and
0: Mark just—I don't. Oh, I'm the—I'm the, I'm the dedicated one. You know, I I'm think, here. I think Important. if you find
1: if you add it up, I've been on the most podcasts uh, over the five years. We're coming well. up to um, year three of Guitar Nerds May are we? First week of May is uh, year three. Yeah, Holy Holy hell, what are we going to do? Probably just not organise anything as always. We keep saying that we're going to do something. What and, should we um, do? I don't know. Listeners, what should we do? Well, some sort of party, but then I put it oh, in the Facebook group. I put, it in the fe- I put it in the Facebook group and said, yeah, we're thinking about doing a live podcast. You know, how many of you will come? And then not enough people said yes, so yeah, if you uh, if you want to uh, come to that. It's then. difficult,
0: though, isn't it? Because, I mean, where would we do it? There's because not, we live in Brighton. I
1: think we'd have to do it in that London. I think yeah, we would have do to it do it in London, London,
0: but I Which, don't know how many... Do we have enough people that listen in well, London? I don't know.
1: Evidently, by the voting in the Facebook group, no. Yeah.
0: Well, I didn't see this vote. I wasn't consulted. It was a while ago, this. so
1: maybe we've got you know the we've got enough followers now to uh, to want to get involved. But yeah, we could we could do something. Not probably not in time for the third anniversary. Maybe the two hundredth episode, which will be this year at some point.
0: I think that's what Sixty Cycle Hunt did, wasn't it? They did a big two hundred. Yeah. See, the, the, my kind of concern is doing something and it not being as well attended or as popular yeah. as theirs. That's I
1: think you've got to do it somewhere mega small and then uh, and it'd be like, I sold out. Sold out mate, yeah.
0: Sold out. Yeah, well there was only five seats and there's
1: four of us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, you know, that one guy. Yeah, yeah, sold out. Turned up. Yeah. There we go. So, um yeah, and if you've got any ideas, you know, do let's know in the old uh, in the Facebook group. That would be uh, be interesting to see what you uh, what you think and if you would where would you go? Would you come down to Brighton for a nice weekend if we did it in the summer? Oh, it'd be nice and hot, go to the beach. Maybe we could do a live podcast on the beach, uh, have a barbecue. What? <laughs> I'd probably not do that. Um, or More importantly, how much you going to pay to get? How, what's what's your threshold? That's the thing. If we do for it for entry, if we do it on the beach, we can't charge anything, which yeah, is disappointing. Yeah, no, no.
0: I'm thinking, what's what's the running rate for uh, a live stage show nowadays? <laughs> Twenty five, thirty five p, or something.
1: <laughs> yeah. well, I'm sort of thinking, you know, we're up there with the great, we're up there with Book of Mormon sort of pricing, cats. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Eighty to ninety five pounds a ticket. I think
1: something like that. I think Reasonable. It's, maybe
0: we'll do a cheap matinee.
1: You're getting similar production values to uh, those things, so <laughs> why not?
0: Why not? Yeah, just Joe and Kiss make up.
1: <laughs> I'd love to see Joe dressed up as Mr. Mistopheles from Cats. That would be uh you don't know what that is, do you? Nope. Good. Um so uh yeah, as well as it being the bank holiday weekend, it's also obviously uh ticked over into April now. So we've had the usual barrage of bad April Fool's uh, things we're not going to do one just letting you know um, because firstly it's past, uh, and also they are rubbish um, did you see any that were particularly offensive?
2: I, I, I didn't see one that was what did uh, Fender do? I don't know did we do anything?
1: I didn't see a Fender thing
2: I assume uh, maybe
0: not I don't know I mean it was a Sunday so the marketing department wouldn't have been at work no so. exactly I, tell you, I I woke I think up after I think 12 I on, think on, <laughs> on, uh, on
2: April 3 so I'd missed it and I was sort of like ah oh. like I turned on my computer and obviously there were loads of them and I was like ah oh, I, did, I didn't I th- didn't I was going to think of one for work and I didn't and I didn't think of one or do one or think of one or do one for us I didn't think I'd have done one for us I do not there, I we, never, I, I'm sure we talked about something at one point, and then just oh, didn't do you know do a it. few a few years ago? I thought they were all right. Like I thought it was it was relatively, it was fine when when people did them, and some of them were good. Yeah. Like, but a good one is kind of like a, a clever one or a subtle one, and now it's just like it's just a bit the problem overkill. Of,
1: the problem for me is the good ones. Now we would before we start recording the podcast, we were looking at the TC Electronic one, which in theory is good. Um... So but, explain the TC electronic. Well, okay, so they've they basically made a pedal that's got a butterfly on it. It's, and, it's
2: the Goldblum butterfly sure, sure, effect. Sure, yeah, So that's, but, that's great. That's sure, hilarious. Sure. It's got Jeff Goldblum's face on it.
1: Sure. But the thing about it now is if you're going to do an April Fool's thing, you have to spend so much time and effort doing the video and you know doing all the stuff for social. You kind of think... This wasn't worth it. It wasn't (laughs) worth it, guys. I'm sorry. Not worth it. Whereas back in the day, I've talked about it before, but I'm pretty sure it was D'Addario ran an April Fools' that got no. Sorry, it was like Total Guitar or Guitarist ran an April Fools' that D'Addario had done a set of strings where every string was the same thickness and you could still tune them in the regular way, so that when you were shredding, you know, it felt like you were shredding all over like a thin E string, but actually, you know, it was tuned. So you know, obviously you would see through that. But we had a lot of people come into the shop and go, oh, have you got these strings yet? Because it was just like really simple and it was funny. Totally.
0: I, I remember one from when I was a kid where um one of the big car manufacturers did put an... Because this is the thing is it's too instantaneous. It's too easy to do these things now. Yeah. Like I remember this one. I can't remember who it was, but one of the big car manufacturers 15, 20 years ago took out an advert in a major UK newspaper that said... You know, self-driving cars come and get a test drive today or something like that. And I remember reading it, being like, "Oh my god, it's a self-driving car!" And think about how much that would have cost them to do. Yeah, taking out a full-page advert in a in a in a major UK newspaper. You just don't get that nowadays. I tell you what, I did like about um, this one though. This year, uh, I was driving my sister to um, to a family thing that we did yesterday, and she was like. You see this thing about Virgin, Virgin Atlantic, they're now offering to their business class uh, customers an in-flight spin class and a gym. Isn't that? And, she, and halfway through the conversation, she went,
2: "Oh, but I uh, uh, see that's just, what April Fool should do completely." And it I kind of think yeah. people have people have maybe missed the point of it. The TC1's too far. It was like it was obviously tongue in cheek. I think uh, you know uh, CS Guitars, you know Colin Scott yeah. from Gitcon, he did he's done one with uh, where he's made a flute now he has also commented on this to point out that uh, he he was because of uh because of time zones a lot of his american followers did not realise yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that this was an April Fool's. Um, but, I mean, I get it. To me, that seems too far as well, but at least he managed to convince some people.
0: Well, and we we got done... Well, I think... Did you get done? One of one of my mates who lives in Vietnam... One of our mates who lives in Vietnam... Yeah, I got
2: done
1: by this, 100%. A couple,
0: a couple of years ago. Put up, so he's in Vietnam, so they're 12 hours ahead or 10 hours ahead or something of us. And he put up a picture of him holding a kid just being like... Genius. Just being like, uh, well... I mean just wanted to tell you, just you know. wanted, yeah just wanted to let you know I've decided to do the right thing and you know I've, I've come back from a trip to Hanoi and my mate who I hooked up with once you know turns out I'm a dad and it was it we all read it on the 31st of March and Mark <laughs> texts me like is this legit and I was like oh, I don't think so but we'll just see and let it ride out and of course it wasn't legit
1: see I think next year we should do something where we are actually releasing a product but we put out an April Fool's should and we, we make oh. it obvious should we, out we out said at the beginning this so is an ridiculous. April Fool's gag yeah. like that and we just might go yeah no no, you know, this is never going to come out and then secretly we actually do release it
2: we'd have to make something so ridiculous that people would think it's an April Fool's yeah yeah, a T-shirt with Joe Branton's face on. Oh wait, oh, wait. That
1: hang on. Yeah. And
0: I tell you the uh, the one thing that uh, I did really like about April Fools was it was quite late. It was it was just gone midnight, I think, on uh, on April first, and I started getting and I was I was up and just doing stuff on my computer, and I got a load of notifications from the uh, from the Facebook group, and I clicked on one, and someone had put up a picture of David Gilmore that just said R.I.P. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, <dark. laughs> so dark.
0: and and oh. within within 20 minutes yeah the the, uh, the post had been reported six times and in the comments there was maybe eight or nine people calling for the person who posted this to be banned from the group <laughs> because they were like that is not funny that is too far where is an admin why is there no admin here why and I just read it I just thought it was absolutely hilarious at how upset everybody got over the whole thing so I just I just deleted the thread like if it was more hassle than it was worth yeah. to leave it up there but um but yeah, I, I, I thought that was quite a funny one
1: maybe that's the most basic form of april Fools you could do but actually is the best
0: well that or just yeah putting up a picture of a uh a, a baby scan what are they yeah. called
1: sonogram okay i don't I'm, i think that's what they <laughs> got so no ultrasound ultrasound,
0: ultrasound. Yeah, yeah yeah what's a sonogram i think it's the same thing uh, oh. what's the name of the uh, coolest person at the hospital Ultrasound, the ultrasound sound guy. guy. What about when when he's on holiday? Ah, oh, the hip replacement guy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Dreadful. <laughs> Joe Branson, tell us about a new thing you've been doing on the Instagram uh, Insta Effects. Yes,
2: yeah. We start well. Okay, so we start. We've launched uh, a little video serial on Instagram. Serial. Um, good use yeah. of the word. Thanks, man. Yeah. So um, this is uh, mostly dedicated to kind of verses. So I'm taking two examples. Uh, of a type of effect two relatively similar sounding pedals and they're snappy sort of 30 second videos um, where you'll get kind of a brief 15-ish well 10 second clip of each guitar and then I'm you know I'm asking for people's opinions on on uh, on which ones they prefer but it's uh, yeah there's going to be loads of Basically, all the pedals that we get sent through are going to feature in some way in a versus except for compressors and clean boosts because you can't tell any difference on Instagram, not when you're listening on a phone. No, no, exactly. So, so, and to be honest, I'm mostly doing modulation and delays. I I did some drives and I was just like listening back and I was like, this is going to make no difference when it's on a phone, yeah. So, um, so yeah, so it's mostly modulation and and delays, but yeah, it's it's just they're kind of it's a cool way to get a snappy review of um of a couple of boutique effects. So a, a bit overdone the the first one I put up I used the uh, the JHS Pink Panther which of course has has you know demos on all over the internet. Everyone knows how they how it sounds. But yep. it's it's a great uh sort of analog voice digital delay pedal. I think one of the best on the market. But um I I pitted it against the AnaSounds uh Utopia delay, which is I, I don't expect to be impressed by analogue voiced digital delays anymore or analogue delays because I have so many and I've heard so many and and I'm really into that sort of sound and I know which ones are the best. So I'm I'm I don't expect to hear anything that overly impresses me, but that the, the Anna sounds Utopia delay is absolutely banging. For a really simple like three control uh, digital delay pedal with like a just a switch for modulation for like a preset amount of modulation. I think it's absolutely fantastic. Yeah, it even sounded good when I was listening to it on the phone. Yeah, exactly. And uh, and kind of good uh, feedback in the comments, people seemed to prefer it. Although I think I went for a slightly more saturated sound on the Pink Panther, it maybe wasn't quite fair, it was a bit too warbly. Yeah, I think so, um, retrospectively. But but uh, I mean,
0: you know, you can't just what's the point in pitting two sounds that are exactly the same up against oh, exactly, each other yeah. you know it's, 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 it's sort of six for one a fair a half, test
1: Jed, did you not well, learn anything in GCSE science
0: yeah I mean but my point is is you know they're different pedals how can you get them to sound exactly the same sure. surely what you want to do is you want to pick a, a cool sound from one and a cool sound from the other yeah. and say well this is what we think is the best sounding part of this pedal yeah and these are both very
2: similarly designed pedals but these yeah. are the different sounds you can get out of them you know absolutely but uh, it, I mean, one thing from both of those pedals, I think that the, if you want a workhorse delay that does a bit of everything, that's quite a, a, a safe and reasonable sounding delay, like not too extreme, then either of those are, are just absolutely fantastic. But I can't get over how good the Utopia delay is. It's the best sounding delay I've heard in a, in a long time. Yeah,
1: very, very um, nice indeed. With that, shall we dive into a big Easter egg sized barrel of... New... Yeah. I have to say it's light on news this week because again we're in the we're in the nether zone between uh winter Nam and summer Nam.
2: Oh yeah, there's nothing coming out. Well, there are some things. There are some things coming out. Do you but, know about things? Uh, you look to me like
1: I know things that you don't know. Well,
2: there are some things that have that that have uh, arrived. Um, there's there's not on here. We have spoken about them briefly, but like you know, because of course we had all the announcements from Nam, but now is the point where stuff starts actually trickling through and getting the and hitting things the, yeah exactly it's starting to hit the shelf so a cool thing turned up at at work at gac uh the other day on friday which uh, which i immediately um prevented from going down the shop and put next to my desk <laughs> um uh the uh, sales and marketing. Yeah. The uh the first, because I believe it's something like one a month or, or something like that, that they're actually putting into circulation, the uh first Fender Parallel Universe. Oh yeah, which one turned up? Arrived. So the um the first one that they're they're rolling with is the uh the Stratelli or Telrat. Um <laughs> Uh, we, you know, whichever sort of name you want to. Tell go for. I, I think they're they're just calling it the limited edition parallel universe Strat Telly. Strat Telly, yeah. I think it is Strat Dash Telly. So it is the Telly body shape um, with a Strat scratch plate, Strat Trem and, and pickups, and Strat neck as well. We've got it in a in a three uh, tone, a three color sunburst um, with a maple neck. Um, and a and a, a mint guard. So yeah, so we had a bit of a butcher's at that. Really weird, really yeah. weird. <laughs> that really was one of my least weird, favorite weird ones from guitar. the parallel universe. I have to admit.
1: Yeah. Some people will love it, I'm sure, because you know some people have well a lot of people have actually just made that guitar from like bitzers and things like that yeah, Completely sure, completely
2: absolutely um, but yeah it's not to my taste no no especially I kind of felt with the parallel universe things I was like if you're going to want something outlandish like this surely you want to go full outlandish so we're talking like bright colours or at least like different colours and uh, y- you know that sort of thing so this one this one's a conservative weird guitar because it's it's a Stratton Telly. Co- well, no, but three it's three colour, colour sunburst yeah. with a mint guard. It's like you couldn't get more conventional. So yeah. it's, it's such a weird hybrid. Um, I'm sure it's
1: one of those things where in a few years it'd be worth loads of money because they're just like, yeah, we never did this again. Yeah,
2: I mean, it's quite a lot of money now. I think they're like 1,800 pounds um, that are hitting the shelf. But also the one thing I didn't realise it was quite unusual about the neck. Vintage tint, but satin. Okay, which is weird. That's kind of like what Schechter do and yeah. like what ESP do mm. on on their necks, which I've never seen on a Fender. Fender are always one or the other. they yeah. modern. Their modern necks, uh, you know, are unfinished, and their vintage necks are super glossy and vintage tinted. So this is a even this is a weird crossbreed of the of of the two Strat Alt. neck, Strat neck on it as well.
1: Are you getting the um, Strat that's got the Jazzmaster mm. pickups mm. in it?
2: Yes, I am. Not sure what the order is in which okay. they're being sort of. Uh, that they're, they're being released but but yeah this one this one was the first one so. what were the other
1: yeah. good ones there were some other really good ones the,
2: the Meteora is yep. the one that I really like that's the one
0: that's a new well it's not right. a new body shape because it was uh, it 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 appeared about um Four or five years ago, in a prototype, as right. as called something else, I can't remember what it was called. Th- these are the ones that look like the lace
1: guitars. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Yeah, kind yeah, of a yeah. Squashed yeah. telly, uh, kind
0: of offset, and yeah. but it but it's got those sort of telly aesthetics. Yeah, um, very f- sort of futuristic. Then there was the jazz telly, then the troublemaker telly, which is the
1: Les Paul style telly, two humbuckers. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, okay, sure. <laughs> it's just a
0: it's a it's a telly with humbuckers and uh, and
1: Pelham Blue and it's, and it's not Pelham of, Blue and a talking, small not, Les Paul style scratch plate no
0: it's not it's, not, it's bl- ice blue metallic
1: oh sure 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 um, I, don't, I don't know why it was I'm called really, the Troublemaker Telly yeah, actually.
0: they could
2: have called th- it the Lawl Pez
0: I, d- I don't yeah. know what you're talking about the um, <laughs>
1: legal Troublemaker
2: <laughs> uh, moving on
1: um, <laughs>
0: uh, also the uh, the Telly thin Line Super Deluxe uh, which is the one that uh, absolutely doesn't look like a um, Gretsch 6120. Oh, you own oh, Gretsch. Yeah. It's okay oh, Yeah, I, th- <laughs> I think I think we could say that. <laughs> you, can yeah, that yeah. you can do that um, one. Although the, the, guy, the, the team that look after Gretsch we sit at the other end of the office, uh, I'm not sure how happy they are about it, but that's fine. <laughs> um, but that, that guitar looks really cool in, in the orange. And then there's the um, American Elite Nashville. So right. like the HS the HSS one, very weird. I mean I, I'm I've never been a huge fan of the sort of middle pickup. Of, I had a Nashville yeah. telly for a while, and you know it's what it is. Um, and then the uh, Jaguar
2: Strat. So like the Jaguar. Yeah 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 um, yeah that, that, stuff in that. That's uh, one of the more interesting ones. I do think, and a few people have pointed out, like there's the scratch plate is just weird yeah, on that, that one. Like they they, it could have been different. Yeah, um, yeah, it could have followed then, the curve of the body a exactly, bit nicer. but but it's still that one's cool. I'm looking forward to seeing that one.
0: And the other one that, that I think is that there's also that um, there's the the 51 PJ bass, which uh, which is you know, is
1: it bit, just
2: a PJ? Well, yeah, but it's a PJ 51, right? Okay, so yeah. it's got the reverse, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so and it, reverse pickup, uh, yeah, pickguard, and I think w- which I think they actually released that exact thing as like a 60th anniversary, maybe. However however, Maybe. that was ago. I'm, I'm sure that that Two, exists. 2011. Was it? Yeah, I, I'm sure that exists because the bass player from Warpaint, she plays one. Right, okay. Uh, so, so it's just I like a 51 style P bass with yeah, the single with a call
1: and then a, and then a jazz, uh, well, jazz no,
2: with a split and a jazz. Oh, right, okay. So not, not the single call. In fact, Schechter do this in their Diamond series. They do, yeah, series, yeah, 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 yeah. So you can get it kind of from them. In, 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 in fact, in the same colours, but I think they did Block... I think they did a maple net with block block inlays inlays as well.
1: I think that's the first time we've mentioned Schechter twice in one podcast.
2: (laughs) Um,
0: And then the last one, which I really like as a... I just really like the the idea behind this. I think this is a really, really clever idea. The white guard strat. So rather than having a black guard tele, this is a white guard strat. So it's tele um, guts in a strat body.
1: I don't remember that one
0: yeah yeah so it, it's fantastic It's um, it's got a proper um, telly oh, yeah, No out
1: that's so. the best Jay's, yeah, that, Jay's that just one, showing
2: it, me this on his laptop that's the best looking one I think, of I, course I, it is because this is actually something people have probably asked for as well completely yeah like double I, cut it's a double cut telly which kind is, of yeah and I, I just think it's uh, just in general I think I, I, I just
0: really like the fact that they've called it the White guard strap <laughs> yeah. because you know the, that black guard telly is so iconic, yeah. Of just, course, that's that's exactly what this series is supposed to be, you know. And um, there's been a there's, I mean, there's been a lot of uh, a lot of kickback to all of these,
1: <laughs> just a bit.
2: People uh, saying,
0: like, why are you doing this? Blah blah blah. Thing is, is it's, it's, it's been
2: mixed, they, though, what,
0: I they think were, there's been some
1: positive.
2: They were made
0: to order, you know, yeah. But we only made as many as as many as shops ordered, yeah. So it's yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a limited run. It's cool, I think. I, I, I mean, I've got my name down for a Meteora. Really? Um, yeah, 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 for sure. You're gonna have that
1: and the offset telly. I
0: don't know. I mean, by the time that this comes, because I think the Meteora is, I think, that it's scheduled for maybe October. Right. It's a little bit right. later in the year, so I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'll do something with the offset telly. I'm decided. Okay. Maybe I'll keep it. I don't know. I'm, I, by that time, I wouldn't have bought guitar for
2: nearly three years, two years. Was the the last one being the offset telly? The Offset telly, telly yeah, mm. which I
0: got in July twenty. 20- 16? Yeah, 16, 16 yeah 16 yeah so blimey. it would have been so like two, two and a half years,
2: years yeah. nearly so blimey i uh i bought a guitar this okay. week but actually actually before before i go into that the other cool thing that came into work other that's not a new thing is you know our like the pre-owned uh section at work is is doing crazy good at the moment like we i think helped by like that 62 uh yes the 335 yeah that that jobo came in and bought uh we took in a real 1952 Les, Les Paul. Paul. Yeah, we're yeah.
0: talking about this on our uh private text. Book. This is the yeah. Goal, yeah. the goal which top. by the way if you uh if you if you want, are interested in the top tier Guitar Nerds Patreon uh membership that gets you access to that uh please let us know
1: Details. $500 a month. Yeah. Oh.
0: <laughs> to cover any legal fees that you yeah, exactly. I mean
2: I I, I we may incur... write some drunken <laughs> yeah.
1: We yeah. should never let anyone see
2: that. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Um, but yeah, we took in a real 1952 Les Paul gold top, which was fantastic. Probably for, for me, certainly that was the first real 1952 Les Paul I've ever. We talked about. To play. You had a real 1952 Les Paul about a month ago. Lefty, lefty. Yeah, a lefty one. Oh yeah, I did. Yeah, I couldn't really play that one. Yeah, I actually got to sit with this one, which was great. Um, did that one go by desk as well? Uh, no uh, no the the left oh this one yeah no uh, you're not like it has to with guitars over a certain value now they have to be kept with the store manager at all times like and, in a lockbox yeah, it's something to do with, like, you know, the amount of gear that I sort of take home and then forget about. <laughs> they're not comfortable with me. Uh, That's weird. Strange that, stuff. weird. Yeah, exactly. Weird. And, like, the amount of things that Draconian, have turned up, <laughs> turned up in the shop, like missing parts or damaged, and then they've seen that I've done a YouTube review on it, like, what? weeks before. Something something random and rubbish about that, anyway. <laughs> but but I, I... So I got to have a, a bit of a bash and definitely did not drop this 1952 Les Paul gold top. Um... But it has been heavily modified yeah. and refinished, so they've lost that cool tail piece. Yeah, which is a which is a shame. And it has been—I mean, not for playing, obviously. No, it's no, great. It much plays much better. And it has been super refinished as well, so it kind of looks newish. But what's weird, which Jay pointed out, is that the uh, the headstock hasn't been refinished at all. Yeah. Obviously, so. yeah. The headstock looks really old. Really, yeah. like the the lacquer cracking is is. Excessive on the on the headstock, so it's it's a weird like wrinkly man's uh, face uh, <laughs> on the headstock, Cruxy. and then like the body just looks like a new custom shop. Yeah. yeah but it's totally cool
1: nice it looks nice uh, indeed weirdly because when you post a picture both Matt and I picked up on the fact there's no serial number on there Right. Yeah. Um, as like mm, I think you might have bought something uh, a bit weird um, but then you explain it's refinished and also um, we did a bit of looking and the first 52s didn't have the a the
2: first 152s did not have serial numbers yeah. it's mad that isn't it? Yeah. crazy so that is a proper old guitar oh do you know there's a Reverend Sensei in at the moment is as there? well? yeah yeah you'd love it you should go and check mm. it out you would be interesting into it you'd definitely
1: um, should we talk about some news that isn't three
2: months oh, yes. old? Yeah,
1: sorry, yeah. <laughs> um, so Fender, going back to Fender, Fender announced this week uh, the Joe Bonamassa 59 Twin Amp. Um, Jay Cross, tell us about it.
0: Yeah, so it's um, this is a this is a bit of an unusual one because this is only available through Joe Bonamassa's personal website. Very odd dot mm. um, which as far as i'm aware is the
1: first one I time wonder who
2: owns jobonemassa.com Oh yeah oh i went to jobo.net the other day and that is not what i thought it would be <laughs> good lord. <laughs> lord um so yeah this
0: is a uh, a high powered uh, 59 twin um it's got uh JB85 Celestian speakers which have been specially voiced for this um, this amp and yeah it's just a super high power oh goodness me you alright yeah sorry I just threw my phone around okay it's, a, yeah, it's a, like a high power totally uh, point to point hand wired uh, top of the range twin in uh, everyone's favourite lacquered tweed um, oh yes they, I mean it looks absolutely fantastic but I mean what do you expect it's a, a wicked looking 59 twin um, a lot of money as you'd expect how but, much how much is a lot of money uh, I think it's
2: Four grand? Is oh, that what I saw? that's too much. Oh, it looks well, so, so good though. I mean, though. you say
0: that, but it's um, where is it? three four nine nine US dollars. So yeah. that probably makes it three grand pounds uh, in in pound sterling. And I mean, you say that's a lot of money, and of course it is a lot of money. But how much is a 59 twin going to cost you
1: yeah you know
0: in good nick probably double
1: that maybe more and also you know what's it going to cost you to get something this is basically seems like it's custom shop built point to point Yeah, exactly. if you were going to get this from a boutique manufacturer you'd probably be paying about the same money Um, so I don't think it's crazy money obviously it's a lot of money for an amplifier but for what it is it doesn't seem too bad um, and then of course You've got the kind of Prestigious uh, Thing that you bought it Direct from uh, Joe Bo himself Yeah That's I mean
0: cool. I can't I, I, f- I feel bad for When he has to You know Take these down To the post office And, yeah, and really
1: <laughs> Collect proof of postage When he for deals these. With all the returns You know if one <laughs> one guy one pops a tube <laughs> Or problem with the speaker He's there Oh god I'm in the middle of the tour But I've got to Go <laughs> home and do a bit of Soldering He's bastards um, yeah no it's um, it seems like an interesting project and you know I think this is more and more the way this sort of thing is going to go you know artists tie-ins um, perhaps bypassing retailers um, whether it's the artist actually making the guitars themselves well not making them themselves but owning the <laughs> brand or hooking up with brands like Fender to, uh, to do this sort of thing I can see more and more of this uh, in the future little uh, exclusive bits mm. um, Joe Branton tell, yes. me, tell me about the hand bender the Goldo. I hand think I think it's Guldo because Gold-o. There's, a, there's an umlaut
2: over the first R. There is an umlaut there. Guldo. Guldo. Uh, yes, the handbender. Um, as you may have guessed by the name, this is an alternative to the B-bender, but it's something you can retrofit to your guitar with um, with no no. Uh, sort of work or, you know, no, no adjustment, adjusting to the bridge. It just attaches to your ordinary bridge. You do have to drill into the body, but you know, a couple of very simple screws, and it clips onto the bottom of your bridge, and you have a very effective B bender. So that is a uh, for those not in the know, a sort of a, a whammy bar that applies only to the B string and allows you to um and pulls it tighter, yeah, rather pulls than it tighter it rather than loosening it, and 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 will pull your B string up a full tone. Um, country so, bends, yeah, basically. Country bends, yeah, which is totally cool. Designed to be very tasteful-looking, simple little thing. The hand bender, and uh, you know, designed to be used like with the small finger, and just sort of uh, just pulled to 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 pull that string to a taut position. But yeah, cool product if you're into that sort of thing. So, Benders.
1: I saw a picture of it on a telly. Um, yeah. Is it available for anything else? Have you got it? Got
2: the website in front of you there? Yeah, it looks like it is just available for a Telecaster.
1: Which so. I guess makes sense if you're, you know, doing country. There's a reason they haven't done a B Bender Strat or a B Bender. Oh, there was a B Bender. Let's pull. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Do you remember there was a Les Paul special that was a, I want to say, not Chicago Musical Exchange,
2: not. Musical Exchange? Yes, Chicago Music. that's what it's called. Music Exchange, is it? It's not Musical Exchange, it doesn't like dealing cats and rent. <laughs> um I thought it was musical exchange. Yeah, it's music. Okay. Um it was
1: a you'll have to look it up. Some American shop basically had a exclusive on these guitars, but they ended up not selling all of them, so they ended up in the UK. Yeah, Music City. Music City. Yeah, I do remember this okay. because uh we had one when we when
0: uh I was working in Gatwick still. 2P90 single cut Les Paul Junior yep natural body uh, maple board maple board yeah yeah so I mean they looked fantastic so as basically just, a telly well kind of I mean uh, uh, yeah I guess so they weren't they like Swamp Ash body as well yeah exactly yeah yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. they're
1: just a telly in a Les Paul studio shape I guess uh, so Les Paul yeah. Junior shape it, basically
0: very very cool looking guitar yeah um, it just <laughs> had that,
1: had that B-bender which just really put me off it everyone just like picks up and goes ah, Everyone's don't know like, what I'm oh, doing. wow
0: what a great looking Les Paul what, what's what's the deal with this it's like well there's a bend. oh okay no don't worry about it don't, no, know, how, don't
1: know how
2: it works it's yeah. quite a specific tool it really is yeah uh, it really B-bender. is it really doesn't transcend into any other form of music or purpose
1: what I think is good about the um, the, whole, the guldo one sorry uh, the hand bender <laughs> is um, is it will retrofit to a normal telly so yeah. you know you're not necessarily having to dig out a uh, you know, huge gouge out the back of your guitar Absolutely. to fit a regular B-bending system.
2: Yeah, it's cool. It's it's a sensible sort of modern adaptation on what a B-bender should be. And and this is it. No one wants to write off a guitar to sort of try out a B-bender. And, and no. this is a nice way of being able to do that. Do this whilst only suffering a couple of screw holes.
0: I will say, my only thing about this, and I need to look into it a bit more to see exactly what goes on with it, but it seems a bit strange that this is something that retrofits but will still only do the B yeah. you know I think it would be cool if you could sort of choose which string or possibly strings this would do mm. in is- the same way because there was if you remember there was a was, I can't remember who it was, but there was there was a guitar that was Juicenberg. Jusen, that
1: did a B and a G. They do a whole system that will do both. But yeah. I think it's a bit more uh, intrusive on the guitar and also oh, sure, it's yeah. more expensive. For sure, I've no doubt. But
0: it, it's just I wonder if there's a way that you could you could set this up so that it would do
1: you know maybe put it here for a B and here for a G for example sure sure. I think that the difference is with that also you know you had these big chunky levers sticking out where you know you couldn't really play over the bridge at that point whereas this is actually a lot neater Sure, oh, and completely. for most people the bends they're going to be doing are going to be um, B bends rather than I, G bends I, so. yeah I, I'm, I'm more just sort of just telling Plank. people how they could do it better I'm and not De- thinking about I'm, how it would actually I'm playing work. Playing
0: devil's advocate, av- advocate, devil's avocado, adv- devil's avocado.
1: Joe Branton, yeah. I'm glad you're here for bass-related queries because something came to our about attention in the face. Wow,
2: wow.
1: Something came to our attention in the Facebook group this week. The backbeat bass
2: backpack. Oh yeah! I might
0: just pop outside for the minute I mean, lad, you, you might as
2: well. I so I saw this a few weeks previous to this. I, I think someone had sent it to me, or maybe I saw it on one of these. Pointless bass forums that I'm on, but uh, yes, the uh, backbeat, play bass, feel bass is their tagline. I went to the doctor um, about
1: that once. <laughs> feeling totally bass.
2: Well, this is a this is a this is a Kickstarter where that's um, currently had 319 backers, and those 319 people evidently feel very differently about it than I do uh, because between them they have successfully raised 64 thousand three hundred and twenty six pounds worth of the seventeen thousand eight hundred pound target is that a like a three hundred percent
1: increase on their goal
2: yeah yeah pretty much That's which is which is absolutely bananas. absolutely massive so uh, I've told you it's a backbeat listeners I've told you that it's' It's obviously received massive backing from the people who want it. You're thinking 319 people invested £64,000 in a product. What is this product, Joe? Tell me about it. It must be fantastic. Well, I'm sorry, but this might be the biggest crock of <laughs> any product in all of history. This is the absolute mark Base amp. Players' wet dream. like <laughs> so cold. No, no, but but it's like it's for bass players. You know how in bass, everything everyone got obsessed with lightweight stuff like neodymium speakers. Like people stopped caring about how something sounded and started caring about how portable it was. You know, we, we got that sort of revolution in Good the voice. bass. Players. It's just ridiculous. But this is this is the ultimate like next step on from this because this is for bass players. Hey, do you not? want to bring an amp at all and just plug into the PA at the front. Sure, that's I mean
1: to be honest, that sounds great.
2: (laughs) Well then, get a backbeat because it is a box that you can plug through, so you plug your bass into it and then through out into work wherever else you're going, that clips onto your strap and you wear against your back and it is essentially a PlayStation vibration pad. So <laughs> it's a rumble pack. It's, it's, it's an N sixty four rumble pack. Yeah, it's an N sixty four rumble pack for your bass so that you can feel as if you have an eight ten behind you, is is the gist of it. But I mean this just it just seems like you're getting a mild massage whilst you're uh, playing bass. Yeah. Like, the, the more you the more, you're you're
1: so
0: the more, more you, you <laughs> go on about this, the more I'm into it, I've yeah. got to say.
2: Well, I mean somehow they managed to get it into the hands of Victor Wooten and he said that it's a good product and so like lots of people have bought it but like you know you can get um i i you can get it's $299 with a free case that's <laughs> what, what is the case something it's small enough to go brilliant. on your strap needs a case I no know, i know it's brilliant the best part is for 589 US Dollars, there's a limited edition offer of two packs
0: I don't know. this is the not thing not the you rapper see, you yeah. see this on you see this on kickstarters a lot it's like well you know just for a little under twice the price you'll get two I don't understand you've, you've only got one bass player in your band Unless this is one for not the front always. and one, one for the front and one for the back. Oh yeah, you get the real kick. <laughs> uh, you get the heart massage as well
1: as the back massage.
0: Can you modify it so that uh, one of these can be turned into a belt buckle? Maybe that's what the uh, the second one's for.
1: Can you make them into a pair of pants? Um, <laughs> this is going that not where well we want best. it to. Go. In, all, in all
0: seriousness, in all seriousness. The way that you've explained it kind of makes sense. It is for people who don't use anything on stage. I mean, think about someone like Meshuggah. You know, there's nothing on stage there. I I mean, I can't imagine that they would use something like this. But it's for bands like that who are relying fully on, um, you know, triggering through Ableton, using Kempers, using um, Helixes or something similar and not having anything on stage. Absolutely right. Possibly not being able to, um, not wanting to, or not needing to, or not wanting to rely on any monitors in order to. So it does kind of make sense. Well, it just it's uh, just that something so different. It's just that the
2: the the idea that this replaces the feel of having an amp behind you, but the, the vibrations are going to be isolated to such a specific area that. That, it See, I seemed, it, that's not right. It doesn't
1: work. I think the idea is that you pair it up with some in-ear monitors, so you're still yeah. getting obviously all the tonality and hearing everything else. It's just to give you that feeling of moving air. I guess the proof is in the pudding, really. And you know, if they wanted to uh, send us one for a review, we can uh, we can have a look at it. But um, yeah, it, uh, that's really what it is. Because I think a lot of people wear in-ears, and they do feel very isolated from what's yeah. going on on the stage. Um, and to have a bit of that kind of kick, I think wouldn't
2: necessarily be a bad thing. It's, I mean, it's it's a, a like a headphone amp as well. You can use it like that. Yeah, for so, you can, right, okay. so you could plug in headphones into it and yeah, and, and use it like that. But I tell you what, what I feel like they maybe have missed a trick here. With
0: is if they had um, going, taking it a step further and, and bridging the gap between what you guys have just said is if they would made this uh, a wireless receiver as well. Yeah. Um, and I mean, obviously, that's a lot more money. But if you could make it so that you can plug your uh, in your monitors into these, and then have your receiver over by the amp or by your um, DI or whatever it transmitter, is, transmitter. You, you yeah. Well, yeah. But you know, you have that over there, and uh, maybe that then does become a, a completely viable all-in-one, uh, all-in-one tool. Um, yeah, I don't know. Interesting. The more that you've explained this, the more I've understood the point of it actually, and it's it's less silly than I thought it was to begin with. My Pretty
1: dumb. My <laughs> biggest gripe with it is that I don't think this is an original idea. I think there was one about 3 or 4 years ago that was doing the same thing, there, which was I actually, remember actually there more was, of a
2: backpack.
1: I remember there was something there was <laughs> one like
2: of, Ghostbusters. Yeah,
1: basically, yeah. There was if I remember correctly,
0: there was one for drummers that was something that you sat on
2: oh no yeah yeah, yeah that yeah. would make me like potentially poop whilst no. playing <laughs>
1: <laughs> that product was called the bum chum believe it or not no it wasn't it absolutely
2: was it was called the bum chum exactly that yep um, can we get one? No, we should. Can we get move th- on? Can we get three for us to sit on, or four, including <laughs> Matt if he comes back? He won't. You know, he won't. But if we get four for us to sit on that works with our voices, just maybe. maybe we should just get
0: one of these for Matt so that when he's listening, it to feels the podcast, like we're in the room. Yeah, yeah, completely. Oh, that's a great
2: idea.
1: Yeah, yeah. Anyway, okay. we should um, we should
2: move you can get, on. You can, you can get a limited edition four-pack for only $1,400. Well, there we go. So everyone's really feeling that bass. Yeah. It would
1: make it more enjoyable when you're going, Ooh. Exactly. <laughs> really, you know. Listeners, you should get one to listen to our podcast. Indeed. Um, Let's move It'll on. It'll be like
2: I'm in the room with to you. To
1: a load of... Questions. Robin says, what do you need for an in-ear monitoring system? What's the basic out <laughs> for a system that is gigable? Um, yeah, probably not this... Uh, the, what are you talking about? Well, uh, maybe. Maybe you could get this. Um, so, in-ear monitors, uh, I take it no one on this table uses them, um, but... Don't it, I? Wait, I do. Do you use in-ear
2: monitors? It's depends on the situation. What in-ear monitors have you ever used, ever? Uh, my my Shure, uh were they S- S- is it se two one five for playing a gig, um for recording live videos and stuff. Okay. I always use in ears rather than over the head headphones. Okay, over ear head. What do you call big headphones? Headphones. headphones? headphones. Headphones. Yeah. Yeah. Or I always use in ears. Full size headphones.
1: Yeah. Um. So, what would you? So, what have you got? sure four two fives. Two one fives. Two Okay. Yeah. Um, in terms of wireless monitoring. Um, I actually don't know what's out there at the moment. Probably There's probably a sure system. There's probably AKG, I know, do uh, do some nice stuff. I'm just going to give a quick shout, because I should, um, Here to we go. Westone uh, in-ear monitors, uh, who are an American company who produce some very nice in-ear monitors. And the one that I was going to suggest is the AM Pro series. Now, the reason that I would suggest those is because they're very different to other in-ears. In that you know when you see singers on stage and they're like they've got one ear out and you're like well why are you wearing that? The idea behind that is so they can hear the audience and they can hear the stuff around them. Westone AM series let you do that but with the headphones in because they've got they allow ambient noise in hence AM Uh, they allow ambient noise in ambient noise. So basically if you're (laughs) if you're AM is in ambient. Moise. First two letters. Moise Ambient David Moise <laughs> um, and the idea behind that is that you can still keep the earphones in but they allow
2: noise in so you right. can still hear the audience so they're basically some dodgy headphones that don't work properly no then they, they were like, are, are designed exactly these? that way
1: right. they were designed exactly that way so to allow uh, ambient noise in they're, they're designed for singers basically uh-huh. so that you can just basically put your voice into the monitors so you can hear yourself really well but you can still hear the rest of the sound from the band
2: why? Why? But but that would be—is that something that just singers need? Would, would guitarists need Well, I mean, anyone
1: that? could do it. Yeah, if you basically—if you You'd wanna, want
2: isolation, wouldn't you? If you well, were, not
1: necessarily um, because what you want is to be able to hear yourself. Oh yeah, I but guess
2: it, the problem with in you catch is, fire and you and you've got ones yeah, that are blocking out. Yeah, like, you can't oh, hear people just, being uh, like screaming. Yeah.
1: Well, the idea is that with in ear monitors in general, you do feel a bit isolated, so you're not hearing the crowd, you're not hearing, you know, the ambient noise from the stage. Um, and that can be... If you're not used to in-ears or you don't like
2: that, then... Would you use them for a gig? The amp, the... yeah, No, like, just in general, would oh, you ever monitors. move to an in-ear monitor, Definitely, system? 100%. J-Cross? Yeah, completely. I mean, I, I use earplugs.
0: I have to use earplugs. My tinnitus is so bad, uh-huh. um, and I would much... But the problem is, is when you're on stage... The, in general, my earplugs are... Far, I, I, I need to get some proper moulded earplugs, and right. maybe that would make a difference, but the ones that I've got at the moment are just sort of generic um you know they're they're pretty good but they just are they just the db cut um and i would whenever i play live with them i have to wear them because i have to wear them yeah but it is better if i can hear everything properly and i'd much rather move to that sort of system
1: um but within is it's you know as long as the mix is right it's like the same thing completely completely, you you would be hearing without the headphones in but Turned down. The thing is, is it
0: can be quite expensive yeah. because what in general what you need is a you need first of all you need a set of decent in ear monitors. Or I mean or, or you can just use headphones. Some people just want to use headphones if that's what you want to do, that's Brad Delson
1: from Lincoln Park.
0: Well there you go then. Just big old big old cans. Yep. Um but then you also need um you also need a wireless system, something that will take your signal from where it's from the source to your is via, uh, via a wireless cable. Alternatively, if you don't want to go down the route of spending loads of money and getting uh, a big system like that, if you're a relatively stationary musician, so a singer songwriter or a drummer or a keyboard player or uh, maybe someone who just doesn't move around too much, there is a product called the Fender oh, we <laughs> MXA series. Uh, there's the MXA1 and the MXA2, which is a uh, a bundle that's put together, which is uh, a set of Fender in-ear monitors combined with a pre-Sonus headphone amp, uh, all in one bundle uh, that allows you to uh, do everything via cables. So it's you know it's not something that you're going to be able to jump around with, but you can you can clip your uh, clip your headphone amp onto the onto the back of your uh, onto the back of your guitar strap plug your headphones
1: into there Bob's your uncle bloody lovely if you want an answer without any corporate shilling from listen me, the listen, listen. <laughs> um. these,
0: these, listen these products uh, we, they're, they're discontinued there's only residual stock knocking around now so I, 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 you know It's fine. They're
1: very good though. If you want an answer without any corporate shilling from Jay and I and you want to do it on the cheap, there is a product called the uh, Mi Audio M6 Pro. The M6 uh, Pros are very good. Which is a a cheap uh, in here that's actually very good. And you could use a Behringer HPA 400 headphone amplifier, um, which, again, if you're a drummer or someone who doesn't move around very much, it's like a kind of desktop based. Um, headphone amplifier, so perfect for drummers. Basically, um, you have it next to your kit and feed your your monitors off that.
0: Probably not as good as the uh, MXA One, though. <laughs> sure. Available for less than one hundred and thirty pounds from sure. some good retailers. For ACS
2: are sure. yes, actually quite good with this as well because they're um, they're molded earplugs, uh, which I, I have a set of their molded earplugs currently fitted with the seventeen decibel cut thingy in them. But you can that those those Decibel cut things are are removable. I don't know the the filters. filters the, ling- the filters. Yeah. So you can, they do like a ten, a fifteen, a seventeen, and a twenty. But um, you can also replace them with their drivers. Yeah. And use them with an existing pack. So they're quite a good option for something that's like multi-purpose. So I wouldn't have to go and get a new set of molds if I wanted to move to a high-quality in-ear system.
1: Matt says probably been asked before but what's the history behind the theme music
2: any plans to update it (laughs) it definitely needs updating so the
1: uh, history behind the theme music is uh, YouTube creator studio if you go in there and go to uh I think it's Tools or Create or something. There's a whole library of free music, and uh, that is where the Guitar Nerds theme tune comes from.
2: I only discovered this recently. I assumed it was one of Mark's old bands. and I was mean, it does sound a lot like Corrigan.
1: Why do you think I picked it?
2: Yeah, Yeah, I know. The funniest time I ever... Because
1: it is obviously, you know, it's like... um, Uh, copyright free music and it's used on loads of things Um, not quite the bit that we've cut out we've cut out like a bit that doesn't seem to get used that much so that's why you might not have heard it but the best thing I ever heard it on was this video that was on Facebook and it was about a group of people who have like cardboard wars so they basically get they go right we've got a hundred people on each side and you've got to dress up as like something made out of cardboard and then we just run into each other in a big field and like smash together and i was like "Ah, oh, there's the guitar nerd theme tune and yeah this it's just this dude like on a push bike but like the whole thing including him is like dressed up as a cardboard knight with a big pole to smash into someone um i was like oh, this is uh this is nice that's but yeah ridiculous. yeah you're right we should maybe change the theme tune to something a little uh less generic but um maybe we should take some listener submissions it
0: keeps it, no. keeps, it keeps getting suggested that we should we should have a we should have some sort of competition between the four of us to who can write the best theme tune and i just think that is an absolutely horrible idea that's yeah, no, not gonna <laughs> i would
1: rather the listeners do it and try and come up with something good i think just let moog do another re- Branton rap, Branton remix. <laughs> um, it, honestly, if you want to send something in, I can't guarantee we'll use it. But if it's, I good, mean, we
0: definitely won't use we it. Might we might def- use def- it. We'll, we'll, we'll use listen, it. listen to it and laugh at it. Yeah,
1: definitely. Or we might play at the end of a show or something. Yeah, if, if you want to send something in, um, just send it info at GuitarNerds.net. You can send it there or get in touch on the Facebook group because you know it would be cool to have something custom rather than just the the free music. I know. I
0: ever- disagree. I think it's a it's a a good We've statement made- about what is coming next
1: you're getting a free product that's not very good that you could hear better <laughs> elsewhere um, that's, what, that's what the music says basically um, let's do a couple more questions um, Adam says favourite guitar shape i.e. Paul telly and what things about their design could they improve i.e. those stupid cup jack plates for tellies Joe Branton uh,
2: what was the question what are your favourite guitar shapes and what oh, would right.
1: you like to th- them to improve
2: um I didn't think about this one. What is my favourite guitar shape? I guess. I guess. I guess. Do you know what I'm going through Oh I said I bought a guitar. Yeah. I bought a strat. I did buy a strat. Did
0: what you- strat did you buy?
2: Uh I bought a pre owned um I think you told us about this a couple of weeks ago. A classic fifties? Yeah. Lake Placid Blue. No. No, that was the sixties. Oh yeah. Um no, I was gonna get that, but then this one came in cheaper. So uh, uh, Daphne Blue. Oh, nice. Uh, Daphne Blue, 50s. They're good. S- Strat, yeah. yeah. They're really they're, good. Not the classic player. They're just the classic. Yeah. But they're great. It's great. It's so that's, that.
0: is that Nitro? No, no. it's not. There's, there's some that the aren't The classic, classic player are, is classic Nitro. Player no, no, classic nitro. player aren't Nitro. Oh, aren't they? No, no, there's some within the classic series that are.
2: Right. I see I thought Classic Player was uh, all Nitro no right? no, it's not no, no you're right Baja, they,
0: they, they do limited yeah. edition yeah. versions right. of the you're Classic right. Player right. that yeah,
2: came yeah. in Nitro because yeah. I've got that, that jazz bass that I showed you earlier that Sunburst jazz bass with the black plate that I've just put the ashtray covers on that's Nitro because that's the limited edition yeah yeah, 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 and they come in tweed hard cases yes. on account of it um, but yeah no I, I just bought so I'm going through a real strat phase like I'm really liking strats like that, that demo welcome to middle age the, basically in, that's what Insta, that's effects. Insta effects was all done on the strat. It's, I'm really, really into strats at the moment. Next you're gonna be
1: going, oh, I've been listening to Eric Clapton unplugged. I just wonder what you guys think of. Wow, well about
2: it. I, uh, close to that, I um was putting together a little video of the Digitech Crossroads, and I have to say, <laughs> I, I, I don't
1: whitty know. Bill,
2: bill. It's an absolutely fantastic pedal. <laughs> Did you just do Sultans of Sweet? Oh yeah, that's the wrong <laughs> that's song. The wrong song. <laughs> exactly like that but um yeah so you know traditionally I would have said like a big box jazz guitar because they look cool like one seven fives I don't know if I'd change anything about any of these things you would change nothing about there's no way you could make them better no i I don't know why people would want to change any ever tune bridge no nothing like that you know, I I prefer P bases when they're slab, like slab cut P bases, the old fifty one. There was just something about that that looked so cool and it annoys me that Fender don't don't keep like, you know, you can get something you can get every version of a telecaster and every version of a strat that there ever was. Like with every neck profile they ever released it in. Yeah. And every body adjustment. But when it comes to bases, like the the bass that started the instrument, the bass that was so successful and so important and so loved that it, that it started a whole new section in bands. Fender Don't Bother To... Like you can get it in Custom Shop and that's what, it. What, the 51?
0: Yeah. I just don't think they've... I mean, my experience of them from being in... working in a guitar shop... They don't sell just, very well. They weren't very popular. Yeah. 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 You I, know, I and that, that, reverse, um, that reverse pick card... It's weird. The reverse pick. It's it's not, not, yeah, not reverse. It's not reverse. But it, like, it goes up and it goes down. It goes go up, down. over both
2: horns. No, it's yeah. both. It's both horns. It goes like. It's just, a bit, like, it's oh, just yeah. a bit of a, a weird.
0: It's just a bit of a weird bass, and yeah, I mean, as I say, my experience is they just never sold very well. Yeah,
2: I I keep looking at one like like a relict one on on the Fender Custom Shop website, and just thinking. I should just get one of these. Why don't you just consolidate all your stuff and get that? Well, I could do, couldn't I? I've got so so much stuff. Yeah, but um, but yeah, I, I will get a, a custom shop. I, I like. I can't decide between the the Sean Hurley uh, P base and a fifty one. But I'd love to. I'd love to get a fifty one. That's got to be the ultimate base shape. Is a you know an un uncut fifty one P base. Um. I'm going to be
1: really boring and follow the example that was on actually given in the question is that i hate the telly uh, cup jack socket It is the worst bit of design that i can think of on a guitar because the guitar is so good just the standard telly and then you're like oh just i'm just gonna plug my jack in oh wait yeah no it's, it's completely fallen, fallen in, yeah, in yeah. inside the guitar and i don't really understand how they've got away with doing them for so long because modern guitars have still got them right like an American some professional some of them do yeah yeah I mean there's there's been a slight
0: change in that some of them have
1: got I think they've got like a lock a, like a self-locking thing inside and there's also now. that like recessed one that's like yeah. just a little dome that has the yeah. two screws in the side, which is a bit better but yeah. I don't understand why is it not just a jack like to the outside, I, yeah. I don't really understand why they've never gone right. This is the standard now, because yeah. um, there's plenty of other tellies that just have that and don't have the kind of egg cup in there. It's Ig. just awful, awful. Um, Jay, what's your uh, what's your example? But there
2: are there are loads of like unsuccessful jacks on on Fender, like the the P bass jack, which are, uh, uh, Jack w- Cassidy. It, yeah. Well, no, the, but the P bass Jack Bruce Jack um, I mean, input is is, is is always rubbish because it's. Because it's attached to a plastic it kind scratch of like plate. bounces up and down yeah, every exactly. time so, you plug yeah. in and out. So you sort of rip your like I. It's the only bass I have that I have to, you know, f- repeatedly get the 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 jack sorted like reattached on the yeah. on the inside because it falls out. And I guess that would happen with any other instruments that have a flat jack input on the plastic scratch plate. It does just
1: kind of clunk in there, and you never yeah. feel like mm, this is uh this is gonna last forever. <laughs> Jay, any thoughts? Um,
0: so i'm turning this question on its head slightly uh in the what i had always wanted um to see was a double cut telly because i love Les Paul double cuts love Les Paul junior double cuts and i love telecasters and i just what i really wanted was a double cut a double cut telly and um and then one came out and made one whilst we were still working at gag and uh yeah it was all right you know, I hate that I, shape. It was absolutely I, hate that I, shape. It just wasn't quite what I wanted it to be. i re I remember like when it came out, I was so enthusiastic about it, and I really loved it, and I really wanted one. And then it just it didn't. It had like the strap bridge. It didn't have the sort of you know the the proper fifty two bridge and this out and the other, and it was just a couple of things. And, and yeah, so th- this for me is more a case of what uh I, what did happen and then i didn't want yeah um the other thing is i just wish that gibson would do a proper double cut les paul jr they do it is thousand
1: four hundred ninety-nine uh, well, c- <laughs> but yeah. but
0: the, the the normal double cuts they just don't look right no, and i don't wrong. i don't know why yeah i'm not sure what it is that's wrong about it but something is wrong with if you look at a I mean, even even the one that I've got, which is a junior special from 2005 or something, you look at that and that looks it looks cool,
1: but the the modern ones have got like a the top horn is like it's, curved it's just, over. I don't in know a way that's what it is weird. about the top
0: horn, but it's, there's something wrong with it. I sort of don't
1: understand how they haven't just looked at it and gone, oh that's not right, is it?
0: Yeah, I don't I I don't know. There's something a little bit skewed with it, and I just wish they do. I, yeah, that's that's for me is, is the big thing is a proper Les Paul Junior,
1: a, a proper affordable Les Paul Junior double yeah. cut. Definitely, definitely. Um, With that, we should uh, wind this up. We are going to talk about something very special over on this week's uh, Patreon episode. Um, Remind me of the name of it, Jay? Uh, It is um,
0: Russell Crowe, the art... Of divorce
1: This is um, Russell Crowe's Auction Where he's auctioning Off a load of guitars And a load of other stuff And we're going to get Run down some of the uh, Some of the lots um, And I assume it's because He's getting divorced I guess so I mean we looked at Wikipedia And it said Married to this person Until 2017 So um, yeah, we're going to be talking Russell Crowe's guitars, basically, over on Patreon. Um, if you want to hear that, patreon.com forward slash guitar nerds. We're from as little as $1 a month. You can support the Guitar Nerds podcast. At $1 a month, you get the regular episode ad-free and early. And at $5 a month, you get an extra half an hour, where we talk about sort of irreverent stuff, usually, like Russell Crowe. Um, at the $10 a month price point, you get your name read out on the regular episode by Joe Branton in one breath. Like people. these people have. There's another person added to the list this week. The more people who sign up to this, the harder it gets for you to do, and the funnier it gets for everyone listening.
0: Um, there's also just just as a before you kick off here, I, I've noticed that um, there are in this list there are. Five people whose names start with Rob. Yeah. And I kind of feel like it would be really... I don't really want to mix it up because I, I like it. I kind of like it I think like at the moment
1: it's in the order that people have signed agreed. up. Should we exclude people called Rob?
0: No, no, quite the opposite. I think it'd be really funny if they were all together because you already struggle with the three... With Robin Smith, Rob Nordvik and uh rob grant you already struggled
1: with the three of them in a row here's the answer we don't move it around but this week only people called rob are allowed to sign up and we need maybe <laughs> five or ten people called rob to make this really work so if your name is rob and you've been or thinking robin, or, robert, or robin or, or robert, robbie or roberta yeah robert or, yeah 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 anything like that um, Robinho, if he listens if, if robinio is listening and he wants to sign we'll up we'll give you
0: the first month free mate. Um,
1: rabona the guy that invented the kick the kick that goes the other okay,
0: way yeah.
1: that's R-A-B but uh, owner. if yeah. Rab C Nesbitt wants Rab to um, Rab get involved yeah, yeah. Um, please do sign up you're the only people allowed to sign up this week everyone else you have to hold off a week um, not really you can sign up whenever you want we'll just shuffle it around but if you're named Rob and you, if you've been thinking about signing up this week is the week to do it yeah so
2: should we get this underway then Let's you've got an extra it. name this week see if you can do it in one breath i think you struggled last week whether it was late um i was including we... like commentary on each person as well yeah which i'm yes. not sure about that no okay. i think that's the 15 dollar tier all right
0: um we should do uh that eric Clapton song <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Robert Cousins Rob Graw Lane DeGal Taggart Edmonton Aaron e. Correa Henry James Baker Christopher Raphson Jay Norbert Matt Robbins David Lee Derek Prince Martin Cliff Matt Davis, Aaron Sherman Blake Wyland Shane Gray Christopher Lawson Ron Correa Scott Kennedy Robin Smith Rob Norfolk Rob Crom Derek Rich, Chris Connors Andy Joyce Carlos Manchester Steve Michael Blair Tom Mark Cross Brad Pace Katie Short Andy McKenzie Laurie Andy I could keep going with all the names if I wanted to But I might just stop because I can't really breathe And it is really getting difficult But that's at least another 10 names I could probably make another 10 names And that's 20 names Now I could do another 10 And there would almost be 30 names Now if you want to sign up I could definitely get it up to 40 extra names I think I could even make the 50 mark <laughs> <laughs>
1: Blimey I thought Smoke you were going die If you want more quality content like this, do go to the Facebook group, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash guitar nerds forum. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram um, at guitar nerds. And you can go to uh, youtube.com forward slash guitar nerds videos. Not sure when the podcast is happening next week. It might be on the Tuesday. So it might be a bit late because it is WrestleMania. So we're taking the Monday off to to watch that. So um, yeah, maybe Tuesday, but maybe Sunday. Maybe it'll be early. Who knows? Exciting stuff. Thanks very much. And we'll see you at some point. Next week. Cheers, gang.
2: Bye. Bye. Bye.